I'm Kate Northrup. And I'm Mike Watts. And we're partners in life, love, and business. Welcome to the Kate and Mike Show, where we share insights and interviews on entrepreneurship, relationships, parenting, self-actualization, and making a life, not just a living. Welcome to Kate and Mike Show. This is Mike. And this is Kate. Welcome back. How's it going? It's going good. We just got, well, by the time this episode comes out, we will have already been moved, but we did just get keys to our new temporary rental and we are downsizing by a thousand square feet. Mike and I were just talking about the contrast between where we live in this gorgeous home by the water and we're moving to a smaller townhouse kind of apartment thing in an apartment complex just temporarily because it was easy to find a rental and the price is right. And it's just contrast is such a good thing to get you in a state of gratitude for how good you have it. So this other place is definitely smaller. The light is not great and it's going to be what it is. We'll make it beautiful because we always do, but it just really coming back here to our place where we live for the next couple of days, I was like, wow, this place is really awesome. And sometimes we forget, right? Like it's a fish in water. We get so, you know, swept up in our daily life that we forget how awesome it is. You know, I used to live for six years in a 450 square foot apartment in New York City. So where like my bed and my dining room and my desk and my living room were all one room. So the reality is like, it's all good, but you know, you just forget. You do. You just you forget. Really... Like we live in more than four times the amount of space I used to have in New York. And like, sometimes I'm like, this place isn't big enough. And then I'm like, oh my God, just check yourself, Kate. Like get a grip. Yeah, for sure. It's also weird because they remodeled the roof and the siding and put new windows in and stuff like that, which is super awesome yes. at this new place. But there's like the back porch is covered in nails still. And like we walked into the bathroom and there was dead ants everywhere and the kitchen had dead ants because it's been empty for who knows how long, at least a month because we looked at it about a month ago. And yeah, it's just a little like, yeah, it does, was a like I told like, Kate, wah, wah. I, yeah, it was the reality is coming true very. And I think that's what it really it is. I think it's more so the reality is coming true that we're leaving here. Yes. And we're moving to a new place. But also at the end of all of that is like we're going to be building a house. So Which I'm so excited about. Super dope. And honestly, like living in that place that's smaller is saving us like 1200 bucks a month. So we're being really yes. smart with money. And there's the time value of money, right? So we were looking it's for gonna rentals. It's going to save us more than $1,200 a month with utility savings. Okay, great. So more than $1,200 a month. And when you think about that, what that amount of money over 10 months, so let's say about 15 grand that yeah. we're going to then have to apply to something else in our home that we're going to live in for, let's say, 15, 20 years, as opposed to 10 months. And then there was the time value of money, something, I there's a phrase, which I'm botching right now, but of like, we chose not to spend the time we have trawling through Craigslist and zipping around looking at every rental under the sun. We just chose to go with an apartment complex after looking a little bit and realizing there wasn't really much available 
that was going to work for us. So we just decided to be efficient. And I think that also saved us a bunch of money and energy that I would rather put into the launch of what we're working on. That's coming. Actually, when this podcast comes out, the card opens tomorrow. The purpose of this podcast is to talk about, I know that's why I'm segueing. Did you like it? I like it. It wasn't very subtle. (laughs) No, but also, yeah, before we move on to that topic, I think it's really, you know, as we're packing things up and even our house now is clearing out and, you know, I see empty walls here and there, it's kind of relaxing. Like, and I told Kate yesterday, I was like, it's almost like, even though I feel we are not hoarders. We get rid of stuff all the time. We get rid of stuff and we just, and one thing I wanted to do is not bring more things in here. And when we design our new house, the one thing I want to do is like, how can we design it so it eliminates furniture or eliminates stuff like bookcases, for instance, like how can we... Yeah, like built-ins or how can we do it so we don't have just stuff all over the house where we were able to manage it that way. But just when we went to this new place and we're like, oh, wow. But I also feel moving to this place also is going to be more motivating to a certain... At least that's the kind of the feel I get it right off the bat. It's going to be more motivating from a business perspective. It's going to be more motivated to like leave the house. It's going to be more motivated for adventures going to be it's true because our current place, and even where working or work wise like i'm gonna leave to work probably every almost day. every single day because so we also I. don't have the space for two people to have offices there we don't have the space for one person to have an office there well we'll fit it into a nook and cranny <laughs> as i was talking to our friend a nook in the bedroom yeah I, I was talking to our friend jason yesterday and him and his wife because of their house they live in california and they literally work next to each other in what used to be like a laundry room that they converted into their offices. So you just make it work where you make it work so they can able, you know, it's like we will have a place for both of us to maybe set shop up. For sure. We'll make Um, it work because you always make it work. Yeah, you do. So, and it's cool. Like there's plenty of, you know, Penelope's room is huge. So she doesn't need a 11 by 13 room at this moment in time. And a lot of the time, only weighs 22. Right. And a lot of the time, was there a handrail on the stairs? Uh, Going upstairs? I don't think so. We're going to need that, I think, for our daughter. Yeah. She can just hold on to the wall. I don't know. We'll talk about it later. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, there's only, I think it was only three stairs anyway. So, yeah. So that's, (laughs) side note, I don't know why that just popped in my head. But basically, yeah. So that's it. We're looking at a new place, which we'll be in by the time this episode comes out. Okay. It'll be crazy. What we're about to talk about today is like our biggest process in production thus besides far having a child besides having a child yes yep. and building thing. a house and, well yeah but we haven't done that yet right but it's also cool because we're actually going to be in this new home which we've just been talking about is like more motivating to a certain degree yeah. so it is pretty cool so okay so today i want to talk about on today's episode we're going to talk about origin and this is kate's new product that she's coming out with and there's been a lot of work that has been put into it up to this point in time. And Kate, would you like to tell the listeners what Origin is? And do we want to talk about it a little bit? I would. So for those of you listening, what we want to cover today is kind of how she came up with this topic, what it's about, what is the offering, you know, what is she putting together? Why is she putting this together in this format? And then also just really like a little bit of the work that's gone into it. And the story behind it, because I think the story is actually kind of Yeah, why don't we start there? So ever since my book came out in 2013, Money, A Love Story, 
September 2013. Which, if you don't have it, it's available on your local bookstores, Amazon.com, and audio formats. Audible, yeah. Yeah. So I'm super proud of that book. And I'm one of those people, when that book came out, beyond what was in Money, A Love Story and the course that is a deeper dive into that material with more support, the Money, Love course... Beyond that, like I didn't have money is not a topic that I'm going to want to talk about my whole life. Like there are some people where money is really going to be their topic. Like I think my friend Amanda Steinberg, who we had on the podcast, which you can go back and listen to that episode about her book, Worth It. She's the founder of Daily Worth and Worth FM. And she's like really into the topic of women and money. Like Susie Orman, like that's her jam. It's not my jam. I'm just going to be honest. And so ever since my book came out, I have felt a little like, I don't want to say lost, but like I knew that my real work was going to be something else, but it hadn't made itself clear to me yet. So I was hanging out in this place of like, well, I'm promoting this book. I'm proud of it. I know it helps a lot of people. I mean, we continue to get testimonials every single week from people where it had a huge impact on their money, paying off lots amount of debt and changing their whole relationship with money. And I knew there was something else. So that is a long time to have had that experience for me because I'm incredibly impatient. So we're talking September 2013 all the way until basically November 2016, which is when the idea for Origin came about. So that's over three years. Okay. So I before we move forward, I want to reflect back a little, yeah. a little bit because... I think this is pretty profound and I feel like especially people that are looking at USANA and joining USANA with us and anyone has had maybe a time in their life where like I guess what's the way to phrase up that period of money a love story from September of 2013 till now like were you excited about it were you not excited about what you what we about were money talking a love about? story yeah like the money love course putting all that I stuff together I would say that it was an ebb and a flow so I okay. went through periods of time where I was like Especially the most recent version when I re-recorded everything in the course and we redid it this past year. I was like, this is awesome. I went through the whole thing and I was like, this material is amazing and I'm so proud of it. And then there have been times when I've been interviewed for podcasts and things like that when I have gotten so lit up. You know, when we have webinars and things, Mm -hmm. I believe in the material. There's a difference between believing in the material and being proud of it. And knowing it's your kind of like your life's work. I knew that Money, A Love Story was my starting chapter and that there was going to be a shift. Got it. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, great. And now when you look back at this time, I don't know if this could make sense, but basically, would you have done anything different? Because I think one of the things, (laughs) you know, a lot of people will might be in this ebb and flow process right now with maybe it's their career in an ebb. Maybe I would call this an ebb. Yeah. Maybe it's a career or something like that. And so let's just talk career because this is your career for this example. When you look back on it, was there something maybe you would do differently or you could have handled this a little bit better or anything else like that that you think or how would be helpful? So I want to think of somebody that might be going through this at their own career. Like how can they move continually process through this so i would say overall i have no regrets i'm quite you know i think i handled it great there are just two things that i want to say one i would have been more gentle with myself and tried to be more patient to really honor the season that i was in and we'll talk in a little bit because this is part of origin is really honoring the season that you're in in your business and in your life 
and really reaping the gifts of that particular season as opposed to trying to be in a season that you're not in. I think we waste a lot of time and energy as entrepreneurs and just human beings trying to be in a season that we're not in. And if we would be present with where we're at, I believe we would have much greater results and a greater sense of satisfaction and happiness. So I wish that I had embraced the season I was in a little bit more, which I call the fertile void. And I have a video series out right now, a workshop called the Sustainable Success Workshop, and all three videos are out. And I go through the four phases that I really identified of what I call the upward cycle of success of business growth. And one of them is the fertile void. So I really was in that place, the fertile void from September, 2013 until end of October, 2016. The other thing I would say that hopefully, so it's really accepting the season that we're in and reaping the gifts of that season. Because the truth is during that season, we also got married We planned a beautiful wedding. We had an incredible honeymoon. I got pregnant. I had a beautiful pregnancy. And it was the first year of motherhood. So it's not that nothing happens in the fertile void. A lot happens in the fertile void. And there was growth and expansion in other areas of my life other than career during that time. And I kept moving. We kept You know, I created the Feng Shui for Financial Freedom course, which is a really beautiful offering. We did the audio book because Mike was such a genius to get the audio rights from Hay House because they weren't going to produce it. And he was like, well, we'll do it ourselves because you're awesome. So big shout out to Mike on that. So yeah, we did a lot of different projects. And the other thing I would have done differently is to embrace what I had created and focus more on getting that out to more people as opposed to focusing... Hold on, say that one more time. To embrace what I had created, so the book and the course, and focus on how can we get that out to more people and help more people with it while I also sit in the fertile void of what's next. I think I was a little too focused on what's next and not celebrating enough what was and what we already had, what we already have And so I think that we probably could have launched the Money Love course a few more times and really put more effort and energy into getting the book out there in bigger ways. But at the same time, I really don't have any regrets because the book continues to sell. We get royalty checks all the time and people still find it. And the Money Love course does really well. So it's all like, I really do believe that Everything happens the way it should happen. But certainly when I find myself in the fertile void again, which I know I will, I will be more gentle with myself. And I think that that's something that anyone listening, we all have those places of life where you might feel stuck or you might feel like you don't know what's coming next or you're kind of living in the question. And as a culture, we have trouble with the unknown. We have trouble with not knowing. And so I certainly had trouble with that. And now that I've been through it, I can kind of, say, okay, I know what's happening here. And hi, like springtime always comes after winter. And I know that that's happening. The sun always rises after it sets. And so I wish I had trusted in that a little bit more. All right, cool. Now let's move forward. Let's talk more about the story of... Yeah, so we were at our friend James Wedmore and Chelsea Wedmore's wedding this past... It was about a year ago, actually. It was May of last year. May of last year, Memorial Day weekend. They got married on a Monday because it was a bunch of internet marketers getting together and they were like, we can get married any day we want to. We're doing a Monday. (laughs) 
which you got to love it. A bunch of people who make their own schedules. We were all like, yeah, we can show up at a wedding on a Monday. So we met or we reconnected with at the sort of pre-party for the wedding, Stu McLaren, who is a friend of ours who I've known for a couple years. You also knew him, Mike, through James. I met him at Creative Live. And then also through World Domination Summit, we'd met him at Chris Gilbo's event. And so we were talking with Stu. He was like, how's business going? What's going on? And I said, you know, Stu, the thing is, like, I feel like we're in this place where we have our USANA business. We have the Freedom Family. And that's a really consistent income, which we could totally live on. And also at the same time, I have this desire to always be creating things. And so do you, Mike, because we're entrepreneurs and like, that's how we are. And so I feel like sometimes in our business at that time, I felt like we were sort of doing these launches and then more in an ebb and then a big launch and then more in an ebb where the thing in between was our USANA income, but we were kind of like coming up with new things to whatever. And it just felt like unsteady and it felt like a little unsustainable. And Stu is the king of membership sites. And he was like, have you ever thought about a membership site? And I said, well, yeah, you know, James has been trying to get us to do a membership site for years, but every time he talks about it, I'm just like, oh my God, that sounds exhausting because of da, 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 X, Y, Z. And plus, I don't know what my thing is. Like, I don't know what my message is, but I do know I'm really great at creating community. And I do know that people just seem to like what I put out there, even though I haven't had a clear focus around it for a couple of years at that point. But like people like to read it. So, you know, there you go. And so he just was like, I think a membership community would be really great for you because it creates that steady recurring income and a way to really be in consistent communication and consistent relationship with your community in a way that you love because I am an extrovert. I love people. I love building relationships. I love, and one of the things that's, like harder about running a program like the money love course. That's a self-study program. On the one hand, there's the whole freedom aspect because it's awesome because people can go through it on their own time. But on the other hand, as a content creator, it's like a little bit sad for me because I don't ever know what's happening with people, you know? Anyway. So I was like, okay, seed was planted Memorial day last year membership site. But I was like, I don't know what the topic is. So then cut to October of 2016. So this is this past October. And I came up with this blog post. You know, I just like think of blog post ideas all the time. And I put them in Evernote in a blog post ideas file. So then when I need to write a blog post, I go in there and I find one I want to write. Well, actually how I do it is I come up with a whole bunch of titles, like 10 at a time, and I send them to our graphic designer and then she designs the headers. And then I go through and pick a blog that I feel like writing out of the titles that have been designed, which is a little backwards, but that's the way I do it. So one of them was the title I had come up with is let mother nature be your financial planner. And I was going to create a free downloadable PDF financial, like seasonal financial planner. And I was teaching people in that blog post how you could capitalize on the energy of either the four phases of the moon, the four phases of the menstrual cycle or the four seasons and the energy of each of those, because it's all the same energy, right? Like summertime is the same energy as ovulation is the same energy as the full moon. So there's kind of like a macro and a micro going on here. And I thought, wouldn't it be fun if I just taught people how to organize their financial lives around the lunar calendar, around their menstrual cycle? Because there are different energetic times that 
if you capitalize on them doing specific tasks, you'll get more bang for your buck out of doing that specific task at a specific phase, either in your cycle or the lunar cycle. So for example, the luteal phase, which is the phase about 10 to 12 days before you get your period, is a really great time for being detail-oriented and focused. So that's a great time for working on your bookkeeping. That's also would be called the waning moon. So from the time the moon is full to the time it's a new moon, it's a time of kind of winding down, tying up loose ends. So that's just an example. So then I started nerding out and researching it and just like learning all this stuff. And I was like, Mike, this is so cool. I kind of want to teach. I'm going to teach a whole class for women entrepreneurs about in the new year, because this was in October, I'm going to teach a whole kind of like mini class for women entrepreneurs around how to plan their year out, their annual calendar around projects and things around their cycle and the moon. And Mike, I was so excited about it. I was like, this is so much fun. And also I feel like it's this whole superpower of energy management that very few people talk about like every woman cycles in one way or another, or at least is in tune with the moon, even if she's not cycling. And like, no one's taught us how to capitalize on that for productivity and also creative fulfillment. So I was jazzed and the mic was like, that's your membership program because you're such a genius. So I just really want to acknowledge that this was actually your idea, by the way. <laughs> And I was like, oh my God, you're right. This is it. Because then what else started downloading is, wait a second, I want to teach women all the things they can do to grow their business that don't include just work harder. Because we've all been taught that the only way to succeed is just put in more hours and put in more effort. But there's a diminishing rate of return on that. And Like at a certain point, you can't actually put in more hours. And at a certain point, you can't actually put in more effort. And if hard work were the only thing that contributed to success, there are a lot of people who would be more successful than they are because a lot of people have a great work ethic, but they're doing the wrong things. And they're doing the wrong things at the wrong times. And therefore, they are paddling their canoe upstream instead of downstream. So with Mike's inspiration, then I was like, this is the membership site. I'm going to teach women all the ways that they can grow their business that don't include just work harder, like syncing up with their cycles, like using the moon for inspiration and for peak productivity, like getting into flow with your creative, with your creative potential and getting into your zone of genius and into that flow state and also manifesting and also, you know, things like Pareto's principle in the 80-20 rule or Parkinson's law that your work will expand to fit the amount of time that you give it. Like there are all these ways that we can optimize our experience of being an entrepreneur and of being a woman that to me, I've learned them a lot of different places, but they weren't ever being taught in one place in one community. So then we decided to fly up to Toronto and work with Stu for a one day deep dive on how to really like launch a membership site, right? How to do it right. Because we were like, if we're doing this whole new thing, we might as well go to the guy who really knows, you know, you might as well like why dink around with the free stuff on YouTube, like just go to the top. It's efficient to me. And so we went to Toronto, we left Penelope with Mike's parents in Indiana. And during that one day VIP day with Stu, he said, why don't you do the membership for moms, for mom entrepreneurs? And I was like, oh my God, that's genius. Here's why. 
This stuff would apply to all men and all women, to be honest, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, and whether you're a mother or not. But when I thought about communicating with my customer, it instantly became so much easier because I am a mom who's an entrepreneur. And there are things that are really unique to being a mom that are not things I experienced as an entrepreneur prior to having a child. And so it just felt like really easy to get specific about the offering and specific about who it's for. That being said, of course, anyone can benefit from this information. Right. So what Kate's sharing right now is you just heard like the whole story, how she's created all this stuff and she's super jazzed about it, as she said, and she's got the bulletproof coffee going on. At but I also, I don't even it's, think it's the caffeine. No, it's not the caffeine. I'm so excited just, about I, this. I know. And she's so excited. And so from a marketing standpoint, because one of the biggest things that we hear all the time is, well, I have to have this offering for everyone. And... No, you know, we go very broad. No, and I don't. It's much I, every, more. Everybody says you actually need to be specific. But I've no, struggled I with that No, I understand that. But I understand that people say to be more specific. But the thing is, is that that's very hard to do to say, oh, I'm just going to limit myself just to this market. Right. So what happens is a lot of times when we start out, when we're new in this business, we think we have to talk to everyone. And getting specific this specific of mother entrepreneurs actually sounds limiting, but actually it's more freeing. And then down the line to say, well, let's say I don't want to just talk to moms anymore. Let's just open it up to women entrepreneurs because it's very, it's much harder to go from women entrepreneurs and narrow and niche down to mother entrepreneurs instead of starting at mother entrepreneurs and then niche up to women entrepreneurs, right? So you see the difference here as we're explaining it, which is why you get very narrow because then you have a much better idea who your customer avatar is. It's just so much easier to communicate. Right. We've run a beta group for this for the first three months of the year. And we have people in here that aren't even mothers, you know, because we offered it to some of our past customers. And there was a hundred people that joined over a hundred people in the group. And some of them aren't even moms, but they're getting value out of this just because they're women entrepreneurs. If I was to be more, you know, if I was really to like really nail it down, it's for women who identify as nurturers, but it's easier to just say moms because, and then I put a few places in the copy and in videos of fur babies or others because I just, you know, I want, then that's also like one of my hugest values is inclusivity. And I have some really dear friends who haven't been able to have kids for whatever reason. And so I don't want them to have another reason to have their heart broken. Like, oh, now there's something that I want to be part of that I can't join. So it is open to anyone. Right. And I am specifically talking to moms. And it's been really hard for me, honestly, to narrow it down because it does help everyone. And even like the first time I gave a talk on this, it was at Wanderlust Hollywood. And it was about... I can't even remember what I called it, but called it leaned out, lean Lean out. out. Oh, I called it lean out. Yeah. It was about all the ways that you can grow in your career. And as an entrepreneur that don't include being, you know, trying to be a man essentially, (laughs) or it was playing into the masculine role that we've all been taught is the only path to success. The sound guy came up to me afterwards and he was like, he was like, whoa, so it sounds like being a woman is like a superpower. And I was like, yes, my friend, you have understood me. Like being a woman is a superpower. And he was like, well, how can men tap into this too? And I said, because we all have the moon. And so we all can access that very same energetic wisdom during the four phases of the moon. And so 
you know, this applies to everybody. And hopefully the sound guy at Wanderlust has started to pay more attention to the moon and organize his schedule accordingly. But either way, it's been hard to be specific because I always want everyone to feel like they can play. I'm always like, I was never the girl who was like, oh, she can't come over. I always was like, everyone can come to the party. So for Origin, everyone can come to the party. And also, I'm really talking to entrepreneur moms because that's who I am. And it's really easy for me to understand their needs because it's what I need. So this is a situation where I am my ideal customer. I have created what I would want. And I've created what a lot of my girlfriends have expressed that they want, which is, you know, it's one thing to join a mom's group and you go and it's like some moms who are on maternity leave and some moms who, you know, are stay at home moms or have a part time job or whatever. But being a mother who also has this deep passion for her business is different than being a stay-at-home mom and it's different from being a working mom. And it's kind of this interesting hybrid where you have similar experiences of being a stay-at-home mom and similar experiences of being a working mom all rolled into one because you're an entrepreneur. So you're often, not always, but often working from home, but also having this desire to work on something all the time because you're super passionate about your career. But you also, you know, want to organize your life around your kid. Like there's a lot of things. And so I created also a lot of women feel lonely being entrepreneurs. And certainly motherhood can be extremely lonely because our culture has given us this really screwed up notion that, you know, the ideal of motherhood is like a kid being home with their mom all the time, which is literally the material of sending a woman to the insane asylum, (laughs) or at least it would be for me, for moms who stay home with their kid all the time and are with them like 24 hours a day. I bow to you. I don't know how you do it. I think I would be on the psych ward if I did, but everybody's wired differently. So yeah, so that's what Origin is. I mean, that's like a really long description, but it's a membership. Well, okay. So break down what Yeah. So a membership membership. meaning, what does a membership mean? So it is, you become a member and it's a monthly. So May 17th, the doors open and the doors close May 26th for origin. It's a membership meaning you join and it is a monthly fee to be a member. And what you get for that is four pieces of content a month. So you get a Maven masterclass where I'm interviewing a woman who is really thriving in a certain area that we talk about in origin, whether it's book publishing, honoring being in the fertile void. We had Elisa Viti speak about cycle syncing and how to really, she's like the period whisperer. So how to really optimize the different phases of your cycle for optimal productivity and health. We had Jennifer Rassiopi talk about lunar logic and how to optimize the phases of the moon for your mothering and your business. We had my mom come and talk about really listening to your female wisdom in your body and how to source your entrepreneurship and mothering from that place. And then on the docket, we have Carrie Ann Moss. We have Cheryl Richardson, Danielle Laporte. We have a bunch of amazing women coming up. So you get that every month. You also get a how-to from me or one of our experts. It's a 30 minutes because listen, I know you don't have extra time to be doing things. So this is not the kind of thing where you're going to be spending hours every month because like, hi, you're running a business and you're a mom. You don't need that. So this is the kind of thing that you can pop in, listen in audio when you're driving your kids to school or sitting in the pickup line or like listening while you're taking your dog for a walk or folding the laundry. 
So the how-to would be something that's either a nuts and bolts training for business, like making an incredible opt-in offer, list building, doing webinars, public speaking, getting your book published, or it might be something a little more health-related or energetically related or spiritually related, like I created a whole renewable planner system and a renewable energy tracker system. So those trainings are in there right when you join Origin because the whole philosophy of Origin is actually changing our perception and our experience of time and changing our perception and our experience of being a woman and being an entrepreneur. So it's an entirely new way of approaching the conversation from a place of renewal as opposed to from a place of feeling drained. So that's in there. You get access to the whole renewable planner system and renewable energy tracker system when you join. And then there'll be different how-tos. Then there's also a live Q&A with me every month or sometimes one of our Maven masterclass experts or maybe both. And we can talk about anything from, you know, sleep training to conversion rates to how to get more traffic to your website, to getting better at sales. I mean, like anything goes. There's a Empress Spotlight each month. So I call the members of Origin Empresses because we are the female leaders of empires. And those empires may be built around our kitchen tables or they might be, you know, a global force. I don't know. And so, but no matter where you are, you're building an empire. And so the members of Origin are called Empresses. And so there's an Empress Spotlight each month, which is just a quick feature on one of our members who's really beautifully incorporating the philosophies of origin into her life, into her business and the results that she's seen. Because I do believe if we can see it, we can be it. And having these examples of other women just like us who are experiencing great results in their business, in their life, and they're not feeling frazzled and they're not feeling burned out. And they're actually enjoying the experience of mothering and running a business at the same time. We need more of those examples. So having that curated for you is part of origin as well. And then you also get the community, which is really, really valuable because being able to connect with women who get it about being a mother, being an entrepreneur, and also who get it like a lot of our people, this is not exclusively, but a lot of our women are, you know, in the personal growth industry or interested in spirituality and wellness. So there's kind of like definitely that layer on top of it. And then you get all the archives for the past lessons and some other bonus goodies that I'm not going to tell you about, but they're a surprise when you join the membership. That's great. Mm-hmm. I like it. And this was originally designed, we've went through membership programs before. We've talked about a lot of things. We've talked about why people quit memberships. We've talked about all sorts of different things, right? And so when it came to memberships and the one thing that we created or we talked about when Kate was designing this was to how to make it not overwhelming. So to keep it simple, offering value each month, but at least it's possible that somebody can go through it in one hour or not maybe one hour, but like a very short period of time instead of saying, here's more stuff to do. It would be about two and a half hours a month. Okay. Right. So instead of more, because one of the biggest things we've saw in membership programs is that you just get more and more and more piled on top of it. And then you feel bad. And then we feel bad to ourselves because we're not completing it. And this is stuff that's pretty consumable. And the beautiful part about the whole thing is that we go through a new cycle. There's a new moon basically once a month, right? Is that or so? Every 29 days. 29 days. So every 29 days, we're experiencing these things. And I think it's really now is a really important place to start paying attention to where we are from the moon perspective. And because 
being in the environment of 24 7 365 we're always on there's so much information and we can go and go and go and go and go it's throwing everything out of whack uh, you know it's thrown how we function how we live in a society it's like blueberries in maine are always available you know 365 days a year like how is that even possible how's this ending up right we've lost track of the way the world has been functioning so i think it's really cool what you put together well what's really important to know is that the way we live in business puts an expectation on us to be in a perpetual harvest meaning you are always producing always producing But when you grow a baby inside of you or you plant a garden, you begin to understand that there is a time for laying fallow. There's a time for laying down roots. There's a time for sprouting. There's a time for being in full bloom. And there's a time for harvest. And our current way of working doesn't work. This idea, like you said, Mike, the 365 days a year, 24-7, and we put a pressure on ourselves to be in perpetual harvest, and it causes burnout, it causes illness, it causes anxiety, depression, and this constant feeling that we are not enough. And as women, we're told enough already on the planet that there's a fundamental flaw in being born female. And we're in the third wave of feminism. We've come a long way and we still have a long way to go. You know, the entire roots of our rape culture and the sex trafficking industry lie in the fact that underlying a lot of people's belief system is that women are less valuable and their bodies are disposable and consumable. And that's a problem. Mm -hmm. And as a woman... To invest in something like Origin or any number of incredible programs or books or audios, whatever you can invest in, to invest in something that is constantly reminding you of your value and reminding you that you are enough, no matter how much you produce, no matter what you get done in a day, no matter how many towels you fold or how many homemade meals you make, you are valuable. And as mothers... We've had the experience of either personally giving birth to a human or raising a human, even if we didn't give birth to them. And that experience gets us in touch with the truth of what life's about, or at least it has for me, in a way I never previously experienced. And it gave me a respect for my body in a way I had never previously experienced. Growing a human being and giving birth to a human being was like the awe that I felt for what the female body is capable is really quite indescribable. And especially in that first week after giving birth, it was like, oh my gosh, if I can do that, I can literally do anything. And every single woman on the planet has that inside her, whether she actually is giving birth or not, or is going to or not. That's how you're made. That's your divine design. And so if we can give birth to human beings and create them without even thinking about it, imagine what else we can create if we tap into the same cycles, the same, the very same creative cycle and creative phases that allow a human life to be born, which by the way is the menstrual cycle and also the phases of pregnancy, the first, second, third, and fourth trimesters all line up with the four phases of the menstrual cycle, the four seasons, and the four phases of the moon. By the way, also 
your life cycle fits into that. So from birth to death, that's the the very Mm. same cycle. And also we have the four seasons in a day. You know, 6 a.m. to noon is like springtime. So morning is like springtime. That midday period is like ovulation or summertime. The afternoon and the evening are like the luteal phase or the autumn. And then nighttime is like winter or menstruation. So when we begin to see life this way, we're honoring the feminine. We're honoring who we are on a very fundamental level. And if we can build our businesses this way, we can create sustainable success in a way that no one previously has tapped into or people are, but I wanted to aggregate all of that knowledge and all of that wisdom in one place around a community that's supporting who I believe will be the biggest change makers, which is mothers who are running businesses. Why? Because they're in charge of how tiny humans are being raised. And those are the people who are going to be running the planet in the next 20, 30 years. And then we are also responsible for commerce and for the way money is being moved around. You know, so women, we talked about the statistics with Amanda Steinberg in the Worth It episode, but women are going to be like, by I don't have the statistics, but basically in the next couple of years, women will be in control of like the vast majority of the wealth on the planet. They already are. We already are. Right. Just in terms of the decisions. 52%. Yes. 52%. So wouldn't it be amazing to support and train women entrepreneurs to begin to think this way because they're not only already, women are not only already in control of the money. In terms of the decisions, what they don't made. do, and what Amanda talked about, is they make the decisions, but right. they're not. They don't think of like the wealth standpoint. It's exactly. they, they're not thinking of the long term trajectory of this because it's been confusing. Mm-hmm. Because it's been run by men and it's been complicated and it's confusing. And so you use it from a control aspect to just say, well, you have to come see me or whatever. And so women, what she's talked about and actually heard somebody else talk about this as well. They opt out. They're just like, okay, well, I'm not going to pay attention to because it's too confusing. Right. But it's they, so from a decision standpoint on a day-to-day operation, that women make the consumer that is correct. The consumption decisions. That's right. And women are on the way to making more money, like from a, eventually. Yes. Granted, we have how money is spent stuff, on the planet is an incredible force for change. I wrote a blog a while ago, and it can be in the show notes. Um, make your spending a prayer. So, if women are already responsible for the spending decisions, I believe it's really important to get them tapped into the superpower that being a woman is, and the superpower that the feminine energy is, because it has long been discarded and dishonored. And it's not that feminine energy is better than masculine energy. It's not that the feminine is better than the masculine in any way. It's that for a long time, we've been out of balance and it's time to bring the feminine back. And so origin is really essentially giving mothers who will run businesses, the tools, the insight, the community, the support to tap back into feminine energy as a force of renewable power and then to beautifully combine it with masculine energy practices to grow thriving businesses while also being the kind of mothers that they want to be so cool that's what it's about i would say from a outsider's perspective because the cool thing so just from our business overview about this i really have no idea what's going on for the most part you know out of all of this stuff like and it's the first time as we've been working together to be in that 
point, like from the content creation to setting up video shoots to when emails are going out or what the emails will be up. You know, it's all of that stuff from a production standpoint. And it's the first project that really I haven't been a part of during this entire thing. And it's I've just watched it like I know what's going on, but I'm not in the day to day operations because our team is really being in charge of it, which is awesome, you know, for me. And it's also weird at the same time. That's for another episode we can talk about. But basically, it's been really amazing to watch. I've never seen Kate so excited about something, you know, and then as putting in the work. So it requires the work and the effort and the time and like the amount of videos and photo shoots and all of this stuff getting done. I've never seen this before, which has been awesome, you know, to witness and all of that. So even if this isn't, I heard this the other day where it's like, we focus so much on the result. We focus so much on what the outcome will be. So how many people, you know, in our business will sign up for the membership. We have to focus on that. But the reality is like, they said, what about the process? You know, it's like, how amazing has the process been? So even if it gets to the point and this thing launches and five people sign up, granted, that's not what we want. We've invested way more money than what, let's say, you know, the, what it would cost for five people to be a member in this program. tremendously more money than that. But like, if there's only five people that sign up, it's like, okay, now we might not be super pumped about the result of only five people. But when we really look at the process that was put into play, I mean, I would say, and I'm not going to speak for you, but me as running this business with you and looking at it from this perspective to say, it's been phenomenal. And I would say we're the most organized around this, the amount of work that's getting done, is superior to anything that we've done. But it's also about, you know, and this is really coming from you because our team is actually seeing the passion that's behind what you're putting out. And I think that's pretty awesome. It is. And the way that we are doing it is with the very same principles and mindset that I'm teaching in origin. So I don't feel, I got a little anxiety last night. I'm going to be honest. I got started getting, feeling like, oh my gosh, there's a lot to do. And because I've been curating this content and tapping into my own cycles of productivity and my own creative cycle in a very different way, and I've been relating to time in a very different way, you can go back and listen to our episode on how to feel like you have enough time where we talk about that. The whole process has been such a joy and a very different experience than launching anything in the way we've previously done it because I've changed my whole approach. And so what I'm teaching in origin is actually what I've been using for this launch. And it feels really, really good. And so you're right. No matter what happens when we open the cart, the process has been incredible and I'm so grateful and I've learned so much and I really trust this because there's no way I could believe in something so strongly and it not have a big impact. It's true. Yeah. It's cool. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think we have to talk about it. I think we've covered everything. I think we've covered everything. Yeah. Where do they go? Where, like, How do we find out more information about this? Definitely go to sustainablesuccessworkshop.com because that's been our whole like lead-in. And if you opt in at sustainablesuccessworkshop.com, you will definitely be notified of everything about the launch of Origin itself. And if you happen to be driving, just go to like Kate's Facebook page, Kate Northrup or... Or my Instagram. Like Instagram, the links will be the everywhere. The links will be out there. KateNorthrup.com is always... It'll be everywhere on KateNorthrup.com. Yeah. And I think after the launch, we could do a recap of like the marketing promotion and things like... I think that would be interesting. We should definitely walk people through it because yeah. we've done some things that were really unique. Yeah. Let's definitely have like a post-game analysis and talk about what worked really well and what didn't and what we would change in the future. This has been built up like... 
We've been working ta- on this for six months. Yeah. And this came about and started in December where Kate got the initial idea and then mapped it out with Stu. And then it's been like a really long pre-launch. And because we had to change directions, Correct. we had to sort of alert our community right. and hopefully you've been alerted. <laughs> but one of the things that I've noticed We're just, from switching a, directions. just from a result standpoint up to this point, it's not, I would say it's like, we just talked about the most effort, but from the response standpoint has been great. But then from a lead generation standpoint, like our numbers, like when we look at like how many people have opted in or something like that at this moment, it's been lower than expected. And like I talked to our president, Licia, the other day of our company, we were talking about this. And I said, you know what? Like, she's like, what expectations do you have? How is this compared to other launches? All of this stuff. I said, look, like, I'm not stressed about this at all. I said, Kate is changing directions and she's narrowing her focus. You know, when you change your direction of what you've been talking about or what you have, or what the world perceives that you've been talking about, and then also being more focused on, let's say, mother entrepreneurs, you will have less results right off the bat, but you probably have a higher quality lead in person that's interested. So you're generating, let's say the results or numbers are less, but also I said, Licia, it's also a little early. You know, it's like we're in the middle of April talking about this and the first launch video goes May 9th. So of course we want to continually build and we want to continually build what we've been doing in marketing, but the results of this will come and they'll show. And it might even take, let's say a year to see like, really amazing type of results come about. The reality is we literally have no idea how the results are when this episode comes out because it's coming out in two weeks. Right. And we have no idea, but I'm talking actually more than two weeks. I'm talking just the pre-launch of this and kind of the expectations going into it. And when you're changing directions in like the way that Kate has done, it's hard to predict from because a lot of times you can Correct. No, you can do it a little bit based off of we've surveyed the list. So we have a good idea of who is already on the list. So we can kind of build from numbers from there from data. But a lot of times when we're launching products or you hear about product launches or like Apple launches the next iPhone, they can basically predict of how many pre-orders they're going to have and then et cetera. Because there's history, this historical data that's into it. But we don't at this moment have that historical data. So we're not building off anything or thinking what's next. And that's okay. You know, and if you're launching your very first product, like you don't have anything yeah, you're to compare not have to, data. right? Right. So it's just a very interesting, and you're just learning as we go along through this. So that's cool. Thank you so much for sharing. Thanks for asking. All mm-hmm. right, we'll see you on the next episode, guys. Bye. Bye. Ever feel like you're constantly doing things but aren't able to carve out the time or energy for the things that really matter to you? Mike and I want to share our top five tools for making a life, not just a living. To learn what they are, go to katenorthrup.com forward slash tools. See you on the next episode.